explain. Every time I see you, when you start talking about credit, you just be so turned up. You be through the roof. I said, I lost my life over this. I lost right. my freedom over this. 10% of the population controls 90% of the money, and it's time to close this wealth gap. My name is Perry Jeffries III, and I'm here to unlock the power of the 10% so you can grow your financial intelligence. Welcome to Cash Flow Unlocked. On this podcast, I'll be sharing proven strategies and exclusive tips that will get you one step closer to financial freedom. If you're ready to level up your finances, head over to freecashflowmasterclass.com and enroll in my free wealth building masterclass today. All right, let's get started. Welcome to this episode of the ECFO show, the Entrepreneur CFO show, the podcast where we have candid conversations around the topics that entrepreneurs need to know in order to win. And if you know me, I'm all about winning and creating an ecosystem of entrepreneurs where we all can flourish and thrive together. So uh, those who are uh, new to the podcast, my name is Perry Jeffries. I'm the entrepreneur CFO. And our vision uh, with our company is to close the wealth gap one business at a time. So before we get started, I would always like to start with a thought of the day. And uh, today's thought of the day, uh, what dropped in my spirit to share was one word transparency. And the reason uh, it kind of dropped in my spirit, I've been, you know, on social media and, and seeing some of the posts here and, you know, everybody's shooting their shot and, you know, painting the best images of themselves, which I totally get, right? You're trying to build up your following. You're trying to build up your list. You're trying to generate some revenue, the whole nine. But in the midst of, you know, building up, building that up, remember to be transparent, y'all. Let's keep it 100. You know, uh, one of the challenges I always have is when people, you know, come up to me or they say to me like, hey, P, how business is going? You know, my first response, you know, saying like many, I was like, oh, it's going great. You know what? Your business ain't going great all the damn time. Let's keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? We all have our ups and downs. So now it's like, no, I'm burnt out. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we're getting better. Or you know what? Hey, we're in growth mode right now. You know what I'm saying? We had a rough quarter. You know what I'm saying? But we're excited about this upcoming quarter. Right. Keep it transparent because you know what transparency does? It allows you to connect with people because if you're always all life is perfect, life is good. I don't have a worry in the world. You're not keeping that shit 100. That's not even human. Humans like to connect with other humans. And I recently traveled over to a Dominican public with my wife. And it's just crazy. We sat down and connected with one of the workers over there and just had that transparent conversation about marriage. You know, on the surface, people may look at me and my wife and be like, oh, man, you guys are a phenomenal couple. And we are. You know, what I'm saying? I absolutely love my wife to death. But guess what? We have our challenges. We have our ups and downs. But that's what makes us so real and relatable because we keep it 100. So entrepreneurs, keep in mind, while you're out there building your brand, keep it 100. People want to be able to connect with real people, not people who are, you know what I'm saying, you're doing seven figures every day and just sleep. No, keep it 100 for folks. You know what I'm saying? People just really appreciate that. So that's what dropped in my spirit today to uh, kind of share with my thought of the day. And now I'm really excited to get into today's uh, uh, information and, and the guests here. So the guest we're bringing on here, I have his bio up here in front of me. It's absolutely uh, 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 crazy. And I'm gonna let, I'll let him share some of it. But he's nationally recognized as America's number one credit educator. He has a phenomenal story, one that I really connect with. And it's crazy because we talk about transparency. When I first heard your story, I was like, this is nuts. This is movie worthy. And we need to get a movie about this popping because your story is that good. But this brother's name is Flame Newton. We got connected through our sister, uh, Shandrita Boykins. Big shout out, you know what I'm saying, the sis for getting us connected. I think 
first time we hooked up with each other was I think for her anniversary party or something on those lines. Yeah. And we were on a Zoom together and just, you know what I'm saying, we've been following each other, kicking it since then. Um, brother brings me up on Clubhouse periodically to uh, allow me to share my story and shoot my shot. But I'm just really excited to kind of bring in uh, a flame to talk about credit. But not just credit, but just entrepreneurship. And those who know, like from a CFO standpoint, you know, cash is king, but credit is king and queen. So, you know, to have somebody on here to talk about credit, which is super important, uh, I know it's a hot topic for everybody, but his story of how he, you know, and I'll let him share his story here, but his story is just absolutely phenomenal to me. So with that being said, man, I want to introduce uh, my brother uh, from another mother, Flame Newton, joining us here. Uh, and also, too, when I uh, uh, give him a shout out for his uh, 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 latest book release here. What's the name of the book, Flame? The School of Credit. The learn, School. learn and Master the 12 Levels of the American Credit System. Brother, we so glad to have you here on the show today, man. So, yo, we got Flame in the building. Flame, man, how are you doing? Where are you calling in from, brother? Get us caught up real quick. What's new? What's shaking with you? I mean, first off, before I say anything, man, I got to give my shout out to to Perry Jeffries, man, to you, yourself, man. I'm going to give you your roses while you're here because what you're doing through the, to the community and, and, and to our culture, man, it, it goes unmatched. I mean, being able to, to exploit different levels of, of, of monetary means and, and showing different aspects in a light that, that that's never been shown before and make it interesting, and that's the key thing. Man, I, and, and definitely to the uh, to the entrepreneurs, to the show, to the to the people that you got in the background that's, that called me up. I mean, everybody's been professional all the way around. And I just want to give my kudos to you all. Oh, man. Appreciate that, family. Appreciate it. But that's how we build. Anybody who knows our, our, our business model, we're all about the entrepreneurial ecosystem. We don't win unless our ecosystem wins, man. So, man, just I'm just I'm honored actually to have you on the show as well, man. So let's first start off kind of with the book. And then I'm going to get into your backstory, which is super dope. So break this book down, man. The School of Credit, talking about the 12 levels. So there's levels to this, man. So so break this down for us, brother. Tell us a little bit about your book and how you came about writing this thing. Oh, man. it's um, What happened was, uh, it's a crazy scenario, is that um, I was just sitting around. I was I was locked up. I was in prison. And, um, and I remember... I used to just have these little conversations with folks on the yard, right? And for people to understand what the yard is, the yard is an outside confinement which prisoners are confined to, right? So out there, that's where you kind of, you know, you politic. And so I would have these conversations and I had a way of redirecting every conversation into a monetary aspect that didn't involve anything besides hustling. That's all I ever, that's all everyone was talking about was the hustling aspect. So even when I would come on the yard and I would talk about um I would talk about the credit aspect and this and this sort of thing. I would just understand that I used to garner crowds, right? So it start off with like one person and then you talk to two. And the next thing you know, people are walking that you don't even know. They kind of stopping. They were just looking from afar. And the next thing you know, you're talking to a crowd of different individuals, right? And, and so with that being said, I just remember that every time people would walk away from me, they used to say these same sayings. And that was, man. I sure wish they would have taught me credit while I was in school. And, and then that got me to thinking one day. And so shout out to my shout out to my sale buddy, man, Tommy Woodford out of uh down out there in uh in, in Arkansas. It's my guy. Right. And so I'm sitting in the cell with him and, and, and I just never forget. He thought I was going crazy. And, and it's just I had one of those moments. And that moment was I was like, 
the school of, the school of credit. The school, the school of credit. The, the school of credit. The school of credit. The school of credit. The school of credit. Right? So my, my cell buddy thought I was just going crazy. He was like, man, what is wrong with you? Right? It was in the middle of the night. It's like 3.30 in the morning. I just went bananas. And I started crying. Right? I had tears down my face. And he didn't even know what happened. And I was like, he was like, he was like, yo, what's going on? I said, yo, this is a place where everybody can learn about credit, right? And when you learn about credit, I teach it in one grade level at a time, but each grade represents something different pertaining to credit. Yo, the 12 know, levels, the 12 it's, levels, it's the grades. What? <laughs> so, so when that moment hit me, man, it was just like, it was like none other. And, it, and then what, what folks would understand is how I used to come was like when I used to be in the when I used to be in the unit, which is you know where you confined to, and I used to be talking with folks like when they be playing spades and stuff, and they'll just sit around me like, because I'm I'm explaining this whole thing what I'm going through now, like I'm yeah. envisioning, it, except for I'm doing it is there's a movie I'm a, I'm gonna talk to you about, yeah. and that movie is called Life. Yeah. Now I don't know if you ever seen that movie with Ray and Claw, yeah, right. Yeah. And I would describe this school of credit to everybody about what it looked like and how would it be and what it would be, you know. And that's where it came about, right there. It came, it came about in prison. That's crazy. So this thing has been in the making, you know what I'm saying, for years, for years. Absolutely crazy. So this is a great segue, man, because I know your story, uh, but I, I love to hear you share your story, man, uh, about how you ended up, you know what I'm saying, in prison and had to go sit down for for some years. We talked about how we had to go sit down. We was in the system for about 10 years and whatnot. How do we end up in prison? Because this is the best part of the story that I love, man. I just absolutely is mind blowing to me. So tell a little bit about that, that piece and how we got there. Oh man. Um, so I, oof. I just got to take that moment every time. Yeah. My moment came Well, I was running around and he was doing credit and stuff like that, but then it, it was still in credit. Right. And, and still in identities. Well, with this crew, they was, they was always getting rid of the bad files. Right. So if it was 500, 600, they didn't want no parts of it. 400, they didn't want no parts of it. So I'm like, I'm looking, but I'm a Y kid. So first off, you may be the Y kid if you're listening, right? Or you may have a child that's a Y kid, or you may know somebody that's a Y kid. Now, what is a Y kid? A Y kid always asks the question, why, after everything, right? They're always trying to get to the root of the, to get to the root of it, as opposed to you telling them anything. And so... I would why these files are asleep. Like, why is this? Why is that? Why did these 30 days late here? And this is bad credit. And this is that. So I got real intricate into the credit system, right? Pertaining to that part. And then come to find out that then I started saying, okay, well, let me go to the bank on this one. And let me go to the bank on that one. And, and, and I would go into the bank and not understanding that I can read people very well. That's something that I had, a, I had a knack for early on. Mm -hmm. Right. And one thing that I'm able to do is have this type of, a communication block between individuals. And so when I get into an office of a banker, one of the key components was I used to do this thing called scan the room, right? And so when I scanned the room, I would find I would find certain things like the kid playing soccer and that sort of thing. And I would communicate with the banker talking about my kid playing soccer. I ain't got no damn kid playing soccer, but I'm talking to them about it, right? And so they will open up to me and they would tell me certain things. And so I would understand that the, on the other side of this phone, 
every time they had to make a decision, it's always from them either picking up the phone or either sending out an email rating on a response back. So my question is, I'm thinking they're talking to the branch manager when the response is coming back and the branch manager is on lunch. How is this even possible? Right. So then that got me into the why component of, of, of the person behind the scenes and, and, and locating that person, because in our neighborhoods, we was always taught that the banker was the person. Right. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, come to find out that the person behind them was a person you couldn't see, touch or none of that. And that person was called the underwriter. Right. Yeah. And so understanding that the underwriter makes all the decisions. And so going behind the underwriter, there's another component. And that component is called the underwriting guidelines. Now, where did I get all of this from? Because I'm trying to locate the underwriter. Now, I had to find out where can I find one and where are they located until I investigated even further with my wives and found out they had conventions and conferences and seminars and workshops that pertain nothing but underwriters. So if I knew if I could get into those buildings or where they were at and those components of what was going on, then that would have me surrounded by a bunch of underwriters, right? And these were the people that make the decisions. So I got into that component, um, still in identities until there's a point of this action that I called uh, what goes up uh, must comes down, right? Mm -hmm. And so with me, uh, every single day, like somebody puts on their clothes and they go to work, that was my job each and every day in and out. I'm going into a financial institution. I'm going into a bank and my job, I have one goal and one goal only to come out that bank with the money. With no if ends up, with no, with nothing else about it, I got to get the money. The money was the only the issue of the situation, the actual cash flow. And mm-hmm. so while you meet some people, they rob banks and they have a mask over their face and they go in there with a pistol. But except for I would go in there with I would go in there with a with a polo shirt on, and except for I would have a pen and and I would do the same exact thing, right? And and as they say, what goes up must come down, and it all came crashing down on me when I got put in the back of that that Tahoe or that Yukon. Mm-hmm. And, and I got those, I got all this agents in me and, and they went down that path from that way, you know? Yes. So, so the deal is, and I want to make sure that folks are crystal clear on this, what you started doing was taking poor credit files four or 500, you know, uh, below, you know, optimal credit files and learning how to improve those credit files in order to go get money. So you were still in the identities of people with bad credit, building their credit profile and then getting yourself positioned to go into the bank to get the money. Is that, is that what's going on, man? Exactly right. So what I understood was that there are three people that only care about this stuff. And that's the government, the media, and the mall. I'm going to say that again. But it's the government, the media, and the mall. They have position to, they have position to dialect, I mean, to, to dissect our minds to, to keep thinking about this credit score. Credit, yeah. credit score, credit score. When in fact, it has nothing to do with the credit score. What it all has to do with, I'm not going to say that has nothing to do with the credit score. That's just part of it, right? So yeah. to be crystal clear, is that the main focus of it is the contents in which makes the credit profile. And so a lot of times people are saying, um, when it comes time to the to the money aspect, they keep talking about the score, but they don't have nothing on their profile. And I'm and and then they got me to understand and saying, hey, if I go to the bank with this, they would give me fifteen thousand. But if I would if I wouldn't attach if I would attach an actual uh, a business to this, right? That means at that point they would give me more money off of that pertaining to the business. And then I would get deeper than that. 
So the money that they're giving me is because I attach to the business because they want to see the means of income coming in. So if I can change the dynamics of the income that's coming in, right, that could change the components. So think about this, Perry. One of the things that I tell people is if you walk into a bank, one of the things that I used to be peculiar about is walking into a bank, right, and they ask me this question. They love this question. And that question is, how much do you make, right? Uh -huh. When they ask you how much do you make, the moment that you open your mouth, they can accept that information and they will input that information, right? I think that's fairly, I think I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. But as you get closer to this, you will understand that. What if you told them that you didn't know how much you made, right? You don't know, right? Now at this point, what they're going to do is they're going to pull, they're going to ask to pull what they call a 4506T, which is considered a call a tax transcript, right? But if they see these things that is on this transcript, that means at that point they make their decision based upon what they saw. You understand me? That yep. means there can't be any conflict of interest pertaining to what they saw. So yep. what if I went in, right, and filed taxes at $1.5 million on a business, right, and then turn back around and file taxes again at $2.2 million for the following year? So at that point, when they see in my last two years tax returns, what they actually saw was a $700,000 increase. I never told them that I made 1.5. I never told them that I made 2.2. Only thing that I did was sign off on a tax transcript and allow them to see that tax transcript. Now, at that point, when I came into the building, my name is James Smith, for example. When I come in, they say, hey, James, how you doing? Right after they pull my tax transcript and I come back again, that time I come in and I now, now I'm Mr. Smith. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just difference of it's just a difference of how you're being appreciated and once i felt that authority that that i had control per pertaining that who i was at that time i understood that that now that i control the outcome because only thing that i had to do and i'm making sure that i'm clear and i say this on any platform that i'm on is i'm all remorseful for anything and that everything that has ever occurred right yeah. i never make light of the situation so only thing that i'm telling you is things that happen on a daily occurrence so with yeah. that being added on to it now I'm telling you that if you can control what they see, that will determine what you get. Because the only thing that they're going off of, see, we're so used to talking, 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 right? My thing is, let's quit out the talking and let your documents, let your documentation do the Oh, talking. my gosh. So, so now if your documentation does the talking on that end, now you control that entity. I mean, you know, when you start getting into those components, those are the things that went around. Man. I'm over here mind blown because it's crazy. When you mentioned that, was it the 4506T? Is that the right form? Yes, I remember when I was in the banking industry, you know what I'm saying? That form would come up. We weren't dealing with it on the advisor side, but on the business banking side and things of that nature. And that's exactly what it was. They was pulling that to see what the income was looking like. That is so crazy. So there's so many gems in here that you're dropping, man. I'm trying, I'm trying to digest this stuff as we go. So a couple of things. One, you went through this thing in your life. You know what I'm saying? You was out here, you know, doing your thing. You then had to go sit down, you know what I'm saying, for a couple of years. While you sat down, then it came to you like, man, we're going to start teaching this school of credit. We're going to launch this school of credit piece. And now you're out here with a book blessing all of these lives. So it's crazy that, you know what I'm saying, just the experiences that we go through in life. So you had to go sit down for a couple of years, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, to do your time for what you did. But then you took that experience and then it come out more hardened, but you came out on fire 
to bless people and share this information with them because you and I both know, man, if, if people understand how to build their credit, you know what I'm saying? You're looking at better cars, you're looking at better loans, you're looking at homes, better interest rates, things of that nature. Yeah. And, and and it's absolutely, that's really impacting people's lives. And that's definitely one of those components of generating wealth. It's not the only component, but it's one of those components. And what you teach is how you can then use that credit to go out here and get the money. I didn't been on a lot of your, your, your clubhouses and I love how you said, man, it ain't about the credit. It's about the access to the money that your credit allows you. And then if you got if you got your head on straight and the right team around you, now you can go out and buy real estate and things of that nature, man. So I love your story. Something that really stuck out to me here, man, um, was the language. Um, I just did a presentation for the Ohio State University um, around financial literacy. And it's crazy because what you talked about was you niched down and you said, OK, if it's the underwriter who makes the decision on giving me money. I need to go and be around more underwriters to learn what they're looking for or learn their language. Brother, that's so powerful right there. I want you just to speak on that just a little bit because this is what I tell folks all the time. Financial literacy, if you break down the, break down just the two words, finance, you know what I'm saying? Uh, understanding how money is moved, you know what I'm saying? Whether we're talking about lending, investing, you know, borrowing, you know, growing, whatever the case may be. And literacy, can you speak the language? If you can't speak the language of money, you ain't financially literate. And that's the issue that people can't speak the language. So it's kind of like me being in a DR, a Dominican Republic, not being able to speak Spanish. And, you know, I, 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 I'm handicapped. I can't move the way I want to move. But talk a little bit about, man, you know what I'm saying, just that whole piece, because I think that's hella powerful right there. That Just talk about the importance of the language around just understanding what the underwriter is looking for. Because, shit, you're walking in with the, the answers to the test already. Go ahead. Uh, definitely, man. I mean, like, when, when, one of the things is that I talk about, right, and I make sure I say that on every level, is the education part was key. But see, the thing about it was there was they was keeping this education from us because they was compiled in different components. And so what I understood was I had to go to these components. Right. So when I'm not just talking about underwriting co conventions and conferences, man, when you're talking about going across this globe pertaining to going to get the information. Right. I'm not even going to sit here and toot my own horn. You wouldn't find nobody that would. Man, listen, I went to every conference, every convention, every workshop, every seminar. If somebody held it, I was there. I was a part of it. I was in it. Right. One of the things is that I did this thing called follow. I was doing follow way before they started doing this stuff. Right. In, in the social media campaign, I will follow an individual to a point that where. So, Perry, I'm using you, for example. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Perry, if I see you in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right. Uh, this weekend, two weekends later, you're speaking down in Orlando, Florida. You happen to see me. Right. And then say hypothetically, a month later, you happen to be in Albany, New York. Right. And then you happen to see me in Sacramento, California. You see the same faces that's there. When I say hello to you, your conversation is going to be a lot less because now you want to know who I'm I, because all of these places that you're going to are totally different events. I shouldn't be at these places. The first time you're saying, OK, I, I mean, I, I may. I, the second time you're going to say, damn, I think I recognize this guy. The third time you're like, I know I've seen him before. Now, the fourth time when I come up to you, then I used to do something different. Right. Because I'm upfront and honest and I don't hold that back. I used to steal the identities of the professionals that I was involved with. Right. And you say, well, Flame, why would you even do that? Why would you steal the professionals IDs? The reason why I would do it was the fact of I needed to have a common ground with some of these people. So when I would go into these conferences and workshops, I would see that these speakers was there. Right. I didn't know anything about them. So what I would do was at this time, what I would go back into is I would investigate them. So I can. What do you know about somebody talking to you about, man, how is Jason doing? 
You know who Jason is? Jason is happening. Jason is your oldest son who's 19. I had no idea. I should not know who Jason is, right? But I know Jason is your son or he has some capacity to you because when I'm looking at these credit reports and I'm looking at these different components because they got different systems, I see that same particular name that's following you and that person is 22 years younger than you. So what, what other person it, could it be if they have the same name? So when you add these components into it, the way I'm getting into, so these made my conversations a lot smoother with them going into it. And I always understood that when I saw these professionals that was there and if I could just, everybody likes to communicate with somebody that knows something and that can add value to them. That's mm. all I ever knew. If you could communicate somebody to somebody, right, and they can add value to you, you have no problem at all with adding value to them because wow. now you see an even skill between. So if I knew that if I could communicate as you saying in that language and in those terms, that would change the doubt, that would change the trajectory of our conversation. And so that was the key components that was that I was on. I was making sure that I had a constant communication with them so they could actually understand that. Man, so so much fire here, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try to unpack some of this. So one, having a common ground, it starts with can you speak the language? If you and I can't speak the same language, if you speak in French and I'm speaking English and, and you don't know what I'm saying and I don't know what you're saying, we can't communicate with each other. So one, you know what I'm saying? One, knowing the language. Two, getting in the room, right? You know what I'm saying? Putting yourself into the room, making those connections, you know what I'm saying? Networking with folks. And it's, it's, it's crazy because I think I just did a post about this today, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's talking about this word, generational wealth and whatnot. But are you even understanding the system around creating that and what you did with the credit piece man is you got i mean you 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 peeled that onion all the way back and learned all the aspects of it which is crazy which is just mind-blowing to me go ahead yeah because i was saying like when i got into it i used to wire that credit to sleep I'm, yeah. I'm lying in the sleep. So when I'm looking at this credit stuff, when, so that was when I talk about sometimes people didn't understand when I say this stuff. Like when I used to go to Atlanta, right? And I knew where Equifax was off of Peachtree Street. And right, I always understood that, that what I had to do was get somewhere close to it, right? And find find a place that 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 did something that was out of the ordinary, like serve alcohol, right? And if you understood that there's bars and there's alcohol and there's a big building, evidently someone in that in an environment would happen to come in there. And I was sit there. And I knew that on Fridays afternoons or Thursdays, they would have happy hours. And I knew that if I was there around that time, I would meet these individuals and I'm conversating with them. And these are people that are in these spaces and they will let me know and they will tell me different things that was going on. Why? Because I would say certain things, acting like I'm not a part of the organization, organizations or anything that I'm a part of. And then I will come back in and I will come back in. So when you when you take that component and when you start understanding about letter writing or how you write into the credit bureaus and about the systems that they use and about how you can put a letter through the machine and they're sending the same individual letter back. So then that's when I became aggressive. I started saying, you know what? I'm not going against this because the credit industry states that you're supposed to do it this particular way. I don't do it that way. So what I understood was that these people that are working here, they're individuals who live down the street from you. They just so happen to have a job at Equifax, right? So if I understood that these people are making anywhere between these people are making anywhere between ten to twenty dollars an hour, and I understood that, and I knew that, right? So the only thing I knew at this point is they would start to tell me different things, like you know, I get tired of work, and I got to process this, and I got to do this, and I'm like, whoa, okay. So what would make you stop doing this, right? And 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 then I started understanding the American system and how the American system, oh. right? 
and how the American systems, like when, when you walk in front of a door, if you walk into any establishment, any store in America, what would they put on the door? They will tell you the denomination of monetary means in which they will accept by coming into the store. Any store in America, they will put something up there. We take Visa, MasterCard. We don't take American Express. We take cash. We don't take money. Order. So when you start to see this type of stuff, you've got to also understand there's a flip side of this. When it comes to letter writing, when it comes to letter writing to these credit bureaus, people only think about writing in pen or writing in pencil. But guess what? They don't give you, there's no rule, no law, no code, no amendment in America that states which way that you can write something down on a sheet of paper, right? And so with that being said, I understood that if I could control the different components of how you can write on a letter to send to someone at that point now i can now i can control the responses why because now all letters are processed through a machine e-oscar online source for complete and accurate reporting so if i knew that if i could bring it out of that format right and i could put it in the hands of a human at that point and then i have to make them do work i started understanding the work process what does the work process mean what if you add 16 staples to a letter right the letter's still there there's 16 staples in it now what i'm gonna have to do is i gotta i'm about to start work what does the work mean work means that that individual is gonna have to pick out every one of them staples and then there's gonna get a point where they're gonna just say fuck this right and excuse me my language i just had to say it in that tone and in that manner so if they if, they, if anybody that has to do more work than they have to do they become frustrated just like when you go into the bank understanding this one of the thing is that when people go into the banks and they're saying this and it's clear hey i want you to correct me if i'm wrong they People are saying, well, the bank ain't stopping me from doing this and the bank ain't stopping me from doing this. Well, guess what you're doing? You're not going into the bank prepared. You don't have all your documentation going on. Uh-huh. So therefore, if you don't have your documentation, you're, 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 you're saying they're putting you through a loop because they asked you for a business plan. Should have had it already. You should have walked in with it. You should have. So here's the deal. This is so crazy powerful right here, brother, because it's like it's, it's reverse engineering on another level. If you know what the underwriter wants to see in order to get you X amount of dollars. What you do is you have the documentation to support that. So as soon as you walk in, you're like, yep, got that. Yep, got that. Oh, income, go ahead and pull the 45. Oh, you know, I'm not for sure. You know what I'm saying? It's fluctuate. You know what I'm saying? They pull the 4506T. They're like, oh my goodness. Like, like you, when you, you know the answers to the questions, right? You already got the answers to the test. Then just then just I tell people this all the time, kind of even even with financial planning, if we are crystal clear on what the uh, what the results need to look like, then we just reverse engineer and build that out. You know what I'm saying? To get that particular result. And this is just so powerful. You just doing this. It's kind of similar. What I do on the planning side and the CFO side is what you're doing on the credit side, man. And it's so crazy powerful, which kind of goes into the next piece. I, I got a note right here was the documentation let your documentation talk so real quick man um let's jump into the book here because i want to make sure we highlight the book man uh you know what I'm saying the school of credit talk kind of talk us through the book man you know what i'm saying like what can they find in the book because i know there's a lot of different topics around credit that people talk about like i got some stuff here you know you know what's the major difference between you know the credit report and the credit score or you know what I'm saying can i get you know can i erase a debt you know what i'm saying how about student loans kind of just you know walk up walk us through what people can expect to get out of the book man the school of credit okay first off number one right and i gotta tell this at, at every level that i'm at Right. The first 87 pages of this entire book. Right. They've been revised. A th- I mean, they've been revised a thousand times. But the first Evans, the first 87 pages of this book was written by was written in lead. I didn't say pencil. I said it was written in lead. It was written in lead. So that tells you the desire that I had to get this information out. 
Jeez. Why? Because we was on lockdown, right? Yeah. We was on lockdown. We was on lockdown for 92 days. And so with them 92 days, I got into it after the second and third day. And each day I made a shooter that I wrote, it's so hard to write and just lay it. Each day I would try to write a page, right? So the first seven, the first 87 pages was done and laid, right? Um, first off, I'm telling you through my journey about what happened, as you as you can understand. The first grade I'm telling you about, I, I start the book off and I start from, from a different angle. And that is, I'm telling you about the process in which I learned it. So this book is only pertaining to the thoughts that was in my mind about how I learned it. Why was that? Because I'm telling you about the why aspect. Why number one, right? And I'll take you brief ones as we go through. First grade, I start talking to you about the the, the why. The, I mean, kindergarten, I talk to you about why the school of credit, right? Why? Why, why do you come up with a school of credit? Because why? 75% of the people, they're, they're, they're falling in debt. And I'm within the first two years after getting their credit fixed and prepared to clean because they have not been educated on credit, right? So even though that you're getting your credit fixed and clean, if you don't know the outcome of it, you, you're going back in the same hole again, Right. Uh, number two, I mean, in, in, in chapter one, I mean, uh, uh, in first grade, I talk about, uh, I start getting into components about why credit, like what, how did credit begin? Where do we come from? Where did this thing, whole thing, uh, what ordeal start from? You know, I start talking about the social security number. How was it created? What does this number mean? I, I, you know, I'm getting into these because these are my why questions. I'm whying you now, right? Then I get in second grade, I start talking about the credit bureaus. Why do we have them? Where did they come from? What did it mean? What does that mean for us? Right. Then then there's a second part. And I start talking about the secondary agencies, which people don't like to talk about. Right. The state streams, the, 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 the Lexus Nexus and, and these places, they have a plethora of different information that contains it about you. Do you understand why you get denied when you go into a rental property, even though that your credit score you, you seem is decent? Right. And these are different agencies that control that. Right. So then you get into to, 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 to third grade when I start talking about the credit reports so what's on the credit reports and and, and and those type of things, right? And then I start ending it out with the student loans about how, what is the forbearance and what is the deferment? What, how does that mean? How does that affect you? And you get into the, the fourth grade where I talk about bankruptcies, right? You won't find a bankruptcy. Listen, I'm going to say this with, I'll say this with any with anything. You won't find a bankruptcy book. Listen to what I'm saying, Perry. You won't find a bankruptcy book with as much powerful bankruptcy information that I got in this book, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's just a that's just a, a, a that's just one of the grades in it. That's fourth grade, right? So when I get into fifth grade, I'm I'm start talking about the credit scores. Why the credit scores? How was they created? What what, what does all of these things mean, right? Uh, uh, how is these things? How is the credit score even calculated? What does it mean? You know, all of these different aspects that you get into it. I talk about my Purdy system, all right? You know, when you start, when I'm from a, I'm from the south. South, we talk about Purdy. Everything is Purdy, right? What does Purdy mean? Pretty mean it could be a car, it could be a girl, it could be anything. But when that there pretty man, you can do anything you want. Your confidence is through the roof, and that's why I talk about that, right? Um, then you get into sixth grade when we start talking about the actual uh, um, the people that govern credit, the people that um, the people that protect you, and, and what do they are, and wh- how can you locate them? What is something about them? Do you even know about the Fair Credit Billing Act? Do you even know about you know? And when you start talking about these things about even how they build you, is that correct? Not even. Forget the disputing, how they build you, you know? And you start to understand about things like the FDCPA or, or do you start to understand about 
Um, when you start to get in 15 USC 1692, when you start to understand that these credit that, that these creditors, when they're talking about they, they can sue you, look at it. It's, it's 161692 E number three. Look at it. You can pull it up, right? And you'll see that these that these credit that these uh, that these collection agencies, when they're talking about suing you and taking you to court, do they even have the right? So now we start moving forward in this, and when you start moving forward in this ordeal, then guess what? I don't even start talking about disputing credit until the seventh grade. And there were six grades I talked about prior to even disputing credit. And as you notice that, where does everybody start at? They start at the, they make seventh grade their first grade. You see what I'm saying? Hard pause, hard pause, hard pause, baby. No, hold on, be stopping at seventh grade real quick, but I gotta, I gotta in, interject this real quick, y'all. Yo, you can't skip steps. You can't skip steps in managing your cash flow in your business. You can't keep skip steps in creating your business. You can't skip steps in, in your credit. You cannot skip steps. Everybody wanna skip addition and subtraction and go right to calculus four and you don't know how to add yet you don't even know how to do long division yet and what this brother is talking about is take you through these levels so i love that because you're absolutely right everybody goes to i need to dispute this i need to get this off you got to get the background on this piece man and it's so powerful i say this shit all the time you cannot skip steps lady i mean everybody who's ever listening whoever can hear my voice see my face if you're watching this live or hear us on a podcast stop skipping steps you gotta know the history behind this seventh grade and go baby <laughs> seventh grade we start talking about disputing credit right we start talking about some of the methods that i use that i talked about earlier in here right um and, and all of these different aspects and what controls it and how does your letter even process when you send a letter to the credit bureau and all of those things that goes behind it right then eighth grade right we start talking about this time you start talking about rebuilding credit and, and what are the things that you need to have on the credit and how does it align right right do you even understand about well, well i like to talk about how i have i love high credit limits right but i also understand that i max all cards every Everybody says you need to be at 30%. No, I don't, I don't believe in no 30%. I'm in the game. Right? Max that damn card out. Max it out. And you say, what did you mean by maxing it out? Nobody ever tells me this. Let Perry buy me something. Perry says, you know what? I'm gonna buy I'm gonna flame wears hats all the time. I'm gonna buy flame a hat. Perry comes over my house after Christmas. He sees the hat still in the wrapper. Hold up. Let's use this forward again. Perry comes around my house around two weeks later. He still sees the hat. Two months later, he sees the hat. Eight months later, he still sees the hat. Guess what? He bought me a hat. I'm not using the hat. How enthusiastic is Perry about giving me a hat again next Christmas or give me a gift again? Why? Because I'm not using the gifts that he's giving me. So that goes along with the money that they're giving you. If you're not using that money, they don't want to continue to give you money, right? People's talking about the $0 balances, having the $0 balances. $0 balances will kill your score. Actually, it will kill your score. It will do more ways than one. What is the more ways than one? That means they will actually close your account. When they close that account, that drives your credit score down. So, you know, when you start moving around, then you start talking about ninth grade, when you start talking about identity theft and how to protect yourself and all the things that's under there. Even when you start talking about CPNs and you start understanding about the credits, I mean, there's so many different things that you can understand that will actually get you in, in dire need trouble and how, actually how to protect yourself. And then you move over to 10th grade, where I start talking about the banking aspect and learn everything that's in banking. I spent more time in bank. I spent more time in banks than anybody that you ever seen, right? Because I'm in there every single day, right? Do you even understand about how I'm in, I'm sitting in, I'm, I'm sitting in a fifth third bank in Charlotte, North Carolina, and this lady got the idea and she's trying to lock me in there, right? And it's a green light, red light, and you and you stuck between the two and they're calling the cops on you and the lady makes a mistake and lets you get up out of there and you turn around and you just catch the next car that's going and say, hey, I need a ride up the street because you got to get up out of there. You need your car in the parking lot because you got to get the hell out of there, right? So when I talk about these components of getting in 11th grade about talking about case laws and court laws about how 
how to protect yourself and what do they do pertaining to um to these court laws and, and the things that can govern you, protect you, and how to do if these if these harassers and these uh, collections people keep calling your phone over and over and over and and the things that you can do to them about how you can get a thousand dollars per violation or take them to court and and sue them because now they did mental damage to you, right? Then you start getting into um, 12th grade, which is your graduation year, when I start talking about what is your dreams and what is your goals, right? Where are you trying to go from here? So you got your credit fixed and, you, and it took you to a long point to get here, right? And so we all been through this struggle, right? But one of the things is, it's not about where you've been, it's about where you're going. So these are the components that I want to tell you. And also, I want to let people know this. They say, Flame, you always just be so turned up when you be talking about credit. They said, every time I see you, when you start talking about credit, you just be so turned up. You you be through the roof. I said I lost my life over this. I lost right. my freedom over this. I said I used to be standing outside the door, and then I used to be standing out there at the sale door, like man, when I get up out of this place, and I'm, I'm gonna come out, I'm gonna come out roaring fire. I'm coming out, and I'm swinging it. And so when you get in this component, now you can see that passion about when you gotta you only get 300 minutes a month on the phone, or when you gotta wait for a letter to come to you in the mail with with with, with some pictures in it, or when you got your grandmother coming to see you on visitation, and you gotta squat. I'm about to get naked now to you. You gotta squat, get butt naked in front of another male to open up your butt cheeks just so you can go see your grandma on a visitation and open up your mouth and say cough and all that. Man, listen, when you understand the pain that I've been through, and that's the reason I give you this information, because I'm not just giving you information about something that somebody said. I'm not giving you information about something I heard. I'm not giving you information about something that was on Google or YouTube. I'm giving you information directly about something I actually did, done, and is currently doing with a client now. Let's turn up, Barry. Man, it's not, you know, it's CFO. Barry, you know you ain't gonna stop me. I gotta turn up. Let's rock, baby. That's why I brought my coffee. I already knew what it was. That's why I brought my coffee. That's why I brought my coffee. That's why I brought my coffee. Brother, your energy is so dang on contagious, man. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Just all of these gems that you drop in, fam, is absolutely crazy. And that passion, man, is why you are blessing so many lives. I see what you do, man. I see the information that you give away out there. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, y'all go and cop the school of credit, get these levels, learn these levels. And let me tell you why. So I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> these, and let me tell you guys why. If and, and anybody who can hear my voice, hear me loud and clear. This just is not, you know what I'm saying, me shouting out flame in and, and, and this book. But this is just something to live by when you think about your business. You have to condense time frames, right? You could spend the next 10, 20, 30 years trying to figure things out. Or you can go to an expert, pay them for their time. So whether you're paying for their book or you're paying for their time and condense that time frame, instead of having to go and figure this thing out for 10, 20, 30 years and make all these mistakes, had that thing condensed down to 30, 60, 90 days. And that's worth money. You know, where would you be right now? You know what I'm saying? If your credit score was through the roof and you was up on all of this game right now, y'all. So you got to go out there and cop the book. I'm on Amazon right now. You know what I'm saying? About to hit my, about to hit my uh, uh, submit button on this piece and cop the book. And I already know what some folks going to say. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just uh, uh, say it for you. Stop being cheap. You're going to look at the price of the book and be like, oh, well, the book is too expensive. Are you kidding me? You should be paying Flame right now just for the gems he dropped right on Mindset alone. So go ahead and pay the fee for the book. Get the book because it's an aspect of the wealth creation piece that we talk about all the time is getting that credit together. And also, too, experts. 
Everybody know I'm real big on this. I don't believe in taking advice from, you know what I'm saying, Joe Schmo, you know what I'm saying, because he posted something on social media and be like, oh, well, no, experts. This brother is try and true. He's done it. Like, he didn't just improve his credit. He had, you know what I'm saying, I, I don't know how many files you have, Flame, you know what I'm saying, you ain't got to share it, you know what I'm saying, but how many, you know what I'm saying, like, he improved the credit of multiple files, you know what I'm saying? So he's tried and true. He's done it for himself. He's done it for other files. He's, you know what I'm saying, taking everything, his life's work and his passion and put this thing into it, man. And brother, I just appreciate you, man, because your energy is super contagious and you just got me hype, man. You got me hype over here, brother. So, yeah. man, so check it. So we want to make sure that people know how to connect with you, man, and follow with you. You know what I'm saying? We're almost at the end of our PC. I don't even want this shit to end. I, you know, so I might just call you up after after the thing is over with and, and talk to you because you just get me hype. But how, how do how do people connect with you, man? And obviously they can go to Amazon, cop the book. You know what I'm saying? I'm on, I'm on, right, I'm on it right now. You can Google it. The School of Credit pops right up. You know what I'm saying? Learn and master the 12 levels, you know what I'm saying, of the, uh, of the credit system. American credit system, go cop that. Uh, if you're serious about, if you're serious about really understanding the credit game, uh, but how do people connect with you, Flame Man? You know, what I'm saying I know Clubhouse, but you know, what's the best way for people to connect with you? Uh, one of the best ways that people connect with me, man, is I'm on Facebook. Uh, these are personal things, right? Well, I'm on yeah. Facebook. I'm in Clubhouse. Um, one of the things is that I always tell people, man, I pop up in everywhere. I'm always interested. You can always get me um, at schoolofcredit at yahoo.com. That's one of the places that you can get me. Uh, you can get me at flame at flame newton.com and for flame newton. I mean, it's so many places, but one thing is that you connect with me. Um, and I'm, I'm appreciative of anything, of everything that everybody supported me, whether you bought the book, whether you listen to me, whether you spend the time with me, or whatever. My whole objective is when I talk, right, or anything that I'm doing, I try to make sure I cover two things. That's it. These are two aspects that I'm always trying to cover. One, one, number one is I'm trying to make sure that I'm giving you all factual information. That's it. And number two, I'm trying to make sure that I'm giving you something that's actually that's accurate information. So when it comes out of my mouth, I try to make sure that those two things are covered. Right. No, no matter what form I do it in, I know understand that I'm animated at sometimes because because of how I am with it. But the two things that I'm the two things that I'm involved with is making sure that I'm accurate and it's factual information that comes out of my mouth. And I do appreciate you. I appreciate the show. Entrepreneur CFO, Perry Jeffries, man, you know how it is. It's a salute to you. Um, nothing but nothing, 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 nothing but love, man. And uh, anybody, again, thanks and thanks a lot. No doubt, y'all. So we're going to close. We're going to close up this episode, y'all. We want to thank our guest, Flame Newton, uh, man, you know what I'm saying, for joining us, brother. You know what I'm saying? I was super excited about this because I already know your energy. I appreciate what you do. Your follow your followers appreciate what you do, man. You're always just giving away tons and tons of valuable information, y'all. Make sure y'all go and follow this brother, connect with him. Uh, let him know, you know what I'm saying, when you connect with him, that you heard him on the ECO show, uh, show him some love. And uh, also, too, uh, we'll do a little plug uh, for our, our company as well. Make sure you go to perryjeffries.com. Uh, uh, we have a free resource page on there where you can get plugged into the YouTube uh, subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube flame will be uh, his episode to be on there. So you better catch, uh, uh, catch that. If you need to share that out, that'll be on there here uh, in the next couple of days as well, but make, definitely go and get access to all the free resources. Cause kind of like flame, what flame and I have in common is we have that servant spirit, right? You know what I'm saying? We were here to serve. We're here to help. And because of that servant spirit, we've been able to flourish and then with our trials and tribulations, like you had to go sit down for a while and shooting you know up saying I didn't took L's and had to sit on the sidelines and, 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 be forced at filing bankruptcy and, and losing a $4 million real estate portfolio. And what you have here, y'all, is kind of going back to what we talked about at the very beginning. 
is transparency, right? Keeping them 100 with folks. We have a story. We've learned from our story. And because of our, you know, trials and tribulations and our stories, we're going to be able to come back from those and be able to bless, you know, just multitude of people. And we're going to continue to keep blessing folks, man, with this information out there. And we may come across, you know what I'm saying, kind of brash. We only do that because we love you and we want you to hear us when we, you know what I'm saying, uh, when we come and we get this information. So again, y'all, flame, brother, Appreciate your fam. You know what I'm saying? Well, I know we'll be talking here soon. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for being a guest on the show, y'all. And that's that finishes up this episode, y'all. The ECFO show. Perry Jeffries here, the entrepreneur CFO. My man, Flame Newton in the building. Founder of the School of Credit. Let's go, y'all. Peace. Yo, thank you so much for listening to Cash Flow Unlocked. Now, if you want to connect with me and other professionals just like you, or on a mission to close the wealth gap and create generational wealth, then head over and join us in our private Facebook group, the Cash Flow Club, right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in this way T H E space K A S H F L O W space club, the Cash Flow Club, Cash Flow spelled with a K. When you join, you'll get access not only to our team of experts, but also live QA to get your questions answered in real time and an abundance of other resources, which will help you get closer to financial freedom.